Welcome to the Uphill Athlete Podcast. These programs are just one of several free services we provide to disseminate information about training for mountain sports. If you like what you hear and want more, please check out our website, uphillathlete.com, where you'll find many articles and our extensive video library on all aspects of training for and accomplishing a variety of mountain goals. You'll also find our forum where you can ask questions of our experts and the community at large. Our email is coach at uphillathlete.com, and we'd love to hear from you. We've been very pleased and, of course, gratified that our podcasts are being received so enthusiastically. We've had requests to enable a way for listeners to have a conversation about episodes. We certainly welcome this idea and want to encourage those of you who do want to do that to do so on our forum so that the whole Uphill Athlete community can join in and benefit from this exchange. To do so, please start a new thread on the forum using the title of the podcast under the most appropriate category. Thanks for being part of this community. Hello, and welcome to the Uphill Athlete Podcast. Today, I'm here with you. This is Steve House, and I have Neil McLean Martin with me from Chamonix. And Neil is a physical therapist based in Chamonix, and we have just uh, finished producing a really cool uh, resource for our uphill athlete community that we call the Chamonix Mountain Fit. Neil, welcome. Steve, thanks for having me. Yeah, so um, for those that haven't seen it yet, why don't you just um, tell me a little bit about what this is that, that, that I'd like to say we co-created, but really you created. Right. Well, our, uh, we've been practicing uh, the physiotherapy and, uh, and the training here in Chamonix now for, for 12 years. And really, this all came through, through treating so many knee injuries um, from all the skiing, mountaineering and all the other essentially mountain sports that go on. We were getting 50, 60, 70, 80 olds coming through the clinic uh, on a regular basis every year. And with that, we evolved um, some group classes. And we started working through these and we'd find people would come in, we'd have a, we'd have a cohort that would start. Uh, and once they started with that group, obviously being Chamonix, it's a, it's a place where people do tend to come and go a little bit. And they wanted to actually, uh, they wanted to stick with us. And so we started off back uh, eight, nine years ago with this actual program whereby we'd have uh, first, first generation technology with a phone in the corner of the room and people would join us on Skype and uh, they'd, they'd simply be able to carry on participating. Um, this then evolved into, into something we actually decided to, to create into a program as uh, prevention for injuries so that people could, uh, could actually get trained up ready for, for the season. So that then evolved. We, we videoed our first round uh, and that went out as our ski fit program. Um, and now we've been doing regular classes through the year. Uh, we've been teaming up with, with various organizations in the town. And even when we try to limit our outdoor classes to, to 40, we still regularly have 60, 65 folks showing up um, in the middle of winter, um, getting ready for the season to start. Kind of November, it's raining, it's one degree out there, the wind's howling, and you know people just keep coming. Um, you think they're, they're absolutely insane. But it's given us a chance to keep this program evolving, keep people getting ready on it, and, and it's become a fixture in the calendar. So with you with you guys from, uh, from Upper Lathley and your support, we've come back and we've, we've put this all together, not just for skiing. This has now evolved into, into much more of the complete package, really, for, for anyone who does anything on the mountain. 
and that covers the, the running, uh, mountain biking, um, doing cross-country skiing, mountaineering. It really is the, the fundamentals of movement. You, you start moving correctly when you when you, you start your training programs and you find you progress more quickly. You get your consistency of training. You don't miss those days. And, and we all know that's the key to, to real progress when it comes to physical development. Absolutely. And, you know, that kind of, I want to want to just say I've been incredibly impressed by how well this turned out. There's there's five levels: level zero, one, two, three, four, plus a little introductory explainer video, and it's sort of a self-guided, no equipment strength program that is that you can do uh, by yourself with with these recordings. Uh, and Neil basically guides you through these these workouts. It lasts approximately one hour. And uh, they're they're fantastic. And it started for us actually with ski fit. And I can't remember who first told us about ski fit or how we found it. But ski fit, for those of you that don't know, is was as he explained, is this uh, similar video led. Uh, uh, Neil via video leads these these strength workouts. Basically, this is sort of the same idea right Neil no no gear kind of minimal gear um, body weight exercises no, exactly exactly it's, it's that chance for you to be able to work away at home you don't need we, we use a few water bottles for weights and things like that and just for for the, those little bit of instabilities that allow you to work on on the uh, the dynamic control but essentially yeah you don't need any any fancy gym equipment you're not throwing around big weights um, because of that, a lot of the work is done on on single leg standing. It's done through through single limbs. So you really are developing awareness of movement and control. And all the time, we're focusing on 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 the person doing it, understanding how their body feels. So if you do pick up on asymmetries, you find one exercise is particularly difficult. Uh, your strength endurance on doing on doing certain things on one side doesn't match your other side. Then then we give you cues. You know how to then develop it. If, uh, if your balance is really different from side to side, again, you, you're led on how to, how to work through those things. But it gives you the opportunity to understand how you move and what you actually need. And, and anytime you can work on your weaknesses, you're always going to see good improvements. So Scott and I started using this early on in the uh, evolution of uphill athlete with our coached athletes, where we would just send them a link to your program and say, why don't you just sign up for this and I want you to do this for, you know, we're going to do this for the next eight to 12 weeks. And especially we use it in the transition period with new athletes because it would accomplish what you just uh, laid out. It, you're really great about um, helping people understand how to move correctly. And, and you're, the way you explain uh, that, I think, is, is honestly, quite frankly, the, some of the best I've, I've ever uh ever seen in terms of how to execute movements uh, properly. We'll want to talk more about that later, but, um, but that's kind of how we get, came to, the, to, uh, to know you, Neil, is through, through your ski fit. So congratulations on, on, on that. That's been a really cool, and it's been a part of my personal life. My wife has been doing ski fit in our living room for years. So <laughs> I also showed her, got her into it it's, it's one of those it's one of those funny things you hear from time to time someone comes home and uh, you, you can hear uh, someone exercising and you hear my voice in the background and they're never quite sure what's going on yeah yeah <laughs> exactly so um so then i want to what happened was that scott and i actually 
thought, you know, that doesn't look too hard. We want to make our own version of that because as you pointed out, it's kind of a little focused on skiing. And we said, well, you want something a little bit more focused on, you know, single legged uphill movements like mountain running, mountaineering and these kinds of things. Um, and uh, we, Scott tried to do one in his gym. Then I tried to film one in my garage gym and those were complete disasters. Like we didn't look right or like forgetting, like it's really difficult. And what you can see when you're in your videos is, you know, as a physical therapist, you're used to doing movements and explaining at the same time. That's probably what you've done all day, every day for most of your professional life. So, and, and that's a really hard thing to do, it turns out. Uh, I watched, I was like, oh yeah, I, I could, I could like do some squats with no weight and explain proper technique. I know how to do that, but then when I actually do it, it doesn't, it doesn't look that good. Or like, I, I too distract, my brain isn't coordinated enough because I haven't done it 10,000 times like, like you have. So then we no, went- I, I, and absolutely. I say really that that is the absolute key to these things is the fact that this is the script this is the this is the way we're thinking day in day out with our yeah. with our clients with our rehabbers uh, moving in from someone who, who who doesn't have any movement ability to move through uh, that that retraining getting someone moving again moving into robustness and then finishing off getting someone ready to perform again it really you, it, it is something that you have to practice and it does uh, it, it's a, it's a dialogue that you have to use all day long and you you're constantly refining it as well. Um, sure. And that's what I say with these, having, having done so many of these, these actual classes as well, you, you know how people respond and you know what the cues are that people uh, can, can identify with. So it's, uh, it's really gratifying when you, you, you actually get your explanation right, because you see that transferred into how that person moves really quickly. Um, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a really fun result when you see it working well. And we thought arrogantly that we could just do that ourselves and recreate that. And, and, and it turns out to be completely impossible without that background that you have. Um, because then we went and uh, we enlisted one of our coaches, Caroline Parker, who does a lot of hands-on training and owns her own physical gym uh, in Colorado. And we hired, you know, we spent money and we got this videographer and had night professional video and audio and lighting and all that. Um, but that, but, and she could do all the movements perfectly and did great demonstrations, but then the, the, again, the audio explanations were just so tricky and you, and we thought, oh, we'll just be able to re-record this. Um, we'll just do a voiceover and then it looks funny. And it's just like, we, we spun our wheels on this for years, literally. And so, and then we, we're kind of throwing up our hands in frustration. I don't know which one of us, one of Scott or I was like, we should just, we should just call Neil and see if he would do, do some, something like that with us. And we did, and here we are. So we're so glad uh, that, uh, that we did that and that this worked out because it's, it's I think it's a great product. We well, you know it's, it's a, it, it's, it's a, it's, it's a great collaboration, Steve. Uh, I, I would say conservatively 90% of the clients and uh, the patients who come through our clinic um, already know you guys so well. You've, there are so many copies of your books around around this town. Uh, so to be able to to feed forward into that community and be a part of that, um, it, it's it's really satisfying because it's we are, we are part of the community here in Chamonix and we do transport everyone here. But I think now we've got a bit more reach with that, getting yeah. in there, helping people get more out of their training. Full stop. Uh, for me, that's a, that's a no brainer. I want to be involved in that sort of project. Yeah, that's 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 great. Um, 
I want to just start with this example because I want to get dig into your thoughts and how you develop these, as you call them, dialogues around uh, movement cues. But I think that this is one of the real strengths of this this program, besides the convenience of having, you know, a, a sort of a strength workout in your pocket <laughs> that you can just sort of you can uh, watch from anywhere and do in a hotel room or do at home or do anytime you know the kids are napping is. Um, in our case at my house. Um, besides all of those advantages, I think what really outstanding about this is these, these movement cues. And, and this is something you just can't get from like, you know, some celebrity athlete, uh, whether they're, I don't know, you know, whoever they are and expect them to be able to, to, to do this. I'm gonna just play this little section where you have a really great explanation of the squat. Um, let me see if I can cue this up and get this to, to play. So here you're, uh, this is actually out of one of the, the levels, the first level, which you call level zero, uh, where we're explaining, you are explaining how to uh, execute a, scot, a squat correctly. And it doesn't really matter front squat, back squat, but this is some great, uh, great um, dialogue, as you say. Things we see all the time here in the clinic. When people are doing squats, they tend to lose control this relationship between the, the top of the pelvis and the bottom of the ribs. So if I'm doing a squat, I've got my arms crossed but not touching. If I'm coming down and I lose this control that I'm talking about, that space either collapses down or, which is the more common one I see, which is what people try to do in terms of thinking it's good technique, they actually really arch the back and they contract through here thinking that's them keeping their back straight. Whereas in fact, you need to keep a neutral position. So this space doesn't change at all. This unit remains solid. This is our trunk control. So in a squat, coming down into there. And if you So what the audience isn't seeing because this will be a podcast is you're also demonstrating all these things. We're talking about the relationship between the bottom of the rib cage, the top of the pelvis, both in the, you know, collapsing or extending um, at the same time demonstrating. And then we've got, we used a, you used a green screen and you've got a further demonstration on the screen screen on the side that's showing examples um, and, and proper alignment. And it's just a really fantastic uh, guide for people on how to exercise safely and correctly and just hats off, man. This is, it's really, really well done. Mm -hmm. That's great. I mean, one of the things we, uh, we we brought to this new this new video is this ability to have the video in video on that green screen. And for for me particularly, what I wanted to try and get across was uh, another level of uh, of interactivity within what we were doing. And having that video there really, from my point of view, allows me to sort of at the same time I can demonstrate what is good technique and also what is bad technique, and try mm -hmm. and make that those sort of things really obvious. Um, because it's, it's that level of interactivity, you get much more out of it again. And uh, These are ones that hopefully when you look through them, the first time you, you watch it, you do get an understanding of what's going on. But then you can actually go, instead of exercising during it, you can go back and actually re-watch re it and actually understand those movements. You, you, you adopt that from watching these, these parts. And it's that extra interactivity that gets, gets that across much more easily. Yeah, very, very cool. I, I really like it. And so how do you handle one of the questions I've heard a lot and one of the things I've explained to a lot of people around this is how you handle people progressing. Since you're obviously this is recorded, you're not physically there. So how do you how do we do that? How do you how did you solve that 
in this uh, video well, Within the program, it, it's actually really quite simple. We promote all the time, it's quality over quantity. So it's not about jumping through the levels, you, you, you progress through them. So you have to really get all those movements dialed in. You have to feel like you have everything in control. And once you feel, you know what, I've got all the movements, I've got capacity to keep going longer than, uh, than what we're doing on that current level. Everything is built in with progressions. So I'm never going to be taking you out with your comfort zone too far. It's going to be nudging you. It's going to be encouraging that. It's not suddenly a huge difference from level three to four. We do, we do, we ramp everything up, but everything is a build. So we take the, the those movement patterns we've used around the squat, around uh, basically using the anterior chain, posterior chain, building them through using the, the strength, endurance, the balance, and each one evolves. So it's really once you've got all that dialed in and you've got the movements happening, and then you can start to put a bit of speed into it, and then the actual muscular endurance on top of all of that together. And that's really when you when you start moving through and. To be honest, you'll know very quickly if you try to do a level that's too hard for you. You you won't keep up, uh, but and you just get you go back to the level before you get those bits dialed in, and then you go back to the level above, and you will find uh, you'll find it's within uh, it's within that optimal training zone where you're adapting and you're not being overextended. Yeah, exactly. That we we talk about that all the time on uphill athletes channels. Um, who did you have in mind for this? Like, how did you? Did you have a kind of avatar for a particular athlete that you had in mind when you were creating this particular uh, series? Well, yeah, I mean, really, it's, it has come about from uh, all the clients I work with here in Chamonix. So it, it really is for anyone who, who, who wants to get serious about their sport. And they're going to be putting some time and effort into, in, into their training. So if, you, if, you, if you've taken the time to think about what you're trying to achieve, if you've got goals, uh, really, this, this works for them. And, you, you know, we've got plenty of people here in the Valley, uh, lots of mountain guides who will focus on doing levels one and two. And for them, that matches what they need to get out of it. Uh, we then also get the, the higher level guys who are we're starting to compete right up to the, the sponsored athletes and the pros who, who will be working hard going through level, levels three and four. Um, so it does, it does work very nicely for them uh, whenever really it, it'll work for pretty much anybody. The, the key thing is, is to use it at the right time within the year. So you may, you may have three or four blocks where you go back and you top up this type of training. As you obviously when you, you, you're, you're phasing things, you're periodizing through the year. This is a really nice way to transition between one sport from your winter sports into your summer sports. So you, again, you top up all the strength things. So if you're preparing for winter um, through October, November, you can have a good eight to 12 weeks on the program. Then obviously you're transitioning a bit more into your sport specific training and you're actually getting out there and doing it. And you're coming off the skis, you're coming off the mountaineering and you're going into your summer touring, that works. Uh, and or if you're going into your, your summer mountaineering program, it, it builds you in through from there. So we find a lot of, a lot of guys here will do, will do an autumn program and then they'll revisit it once in a while, maybe through the season, but then have another concerted block um, when it comes to springtime. Uh, and for them, it works really nicely because it's, it's, it, you can start it, you can see the way you progress through it. And once you've got to a certain level, you really are maintaining. And again, it comes back to that, that ability to identify if through from the season, you picked up anything that's imbalanced you. You, you may find that uh, you weren't aware of things changing through the season. Um, and, and this is a really nice way to, to go back, re-examine, um, find out what you actually need to work on before you, you, you attack your next big block of training. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think that um, 
You know, this is exactly what we envision. You know, it's it's essentially you know to put it in our the uphill athlete vernacular. It's and, and not just the uphill athlete vernacular, but the endurance vernacular that we borrowed from. Uh, it's a sort of a transition period strength plan, really. Um, but it's a very adaptable one. It's a, it's it fits in your pocket literally, and uh, it's like, you can go anywhere with you. So I think it's. It's a great asset for people. And we also have mostly at Uphill Athlete, you know, the, the athletes that we have that stick with coaching, uh, particularly year after year after year, they're typically doing exactly what you said. They're cycling through sort of two seasons a year where they're all, all more or less completing a transition type period in the typically, like you said, in the autumn and then in the, again in the spring because they're, they're, main seasons where they want to want to do their sports are, are summer and winter um and more and more that's yeah i mean i mean totally our, our experience here in the clinic is that uh, typically around uh, around april may time when everyone's been coming off uh, off their their ski fitness their, their touring um and they've got all that that huge engine that they've built up and they go from from skiing and start charging around uh, trail running and of course, the tendon ad adaptation hasn't kicked in, uh, and basically they're able to trash their own bodies without without the suitable ramps transitions. And uh, it, it's something again. What we love to hear is that people, uh, and it's particularly the guides. We had this feedback early on, just saying, you know, uh, on the first of January, first of uh, December, when the skiing opens up, um, you know, I feel like I've got my my February legs already everything's already up and running. They've got all that, that, that strength protection and they're not having to be overly cautious and cut days short where they think, right, I need to be, it's getting towards the end of the day. I don't, I don't, want, to, I don't want to overextend today. And, uh, and yeah, so it really, it really does work in that transition phase. It prevents, for sure, it prevents um, people coming in to see us with injuries yeah. um, and also just improves your whole experience uh, of, be, of being ready to go when, when that next season kicks off. Would this be something that you would use with uh, people actually rehabbing from injury? Or? Indeed, yeah, it's something really because it, it's it is based on fundamental movements. And I can say to people, well, yeah, use uh, use that use the core section. Uh, now I want you to kick in and, and dip into the the dynamic stability, um, and then eventually people link all these things up. I mean, it's a fundamental part of our ACL rehab. Um, yeah. We tend to use this from around three three to six months. Um, and people can work through that. They, they get a little bit of their plyometric work coming through there. And again, it really, it highlights for them how, how symmetry is so important and the ability to build that, that strength endurance. And uh, if, if you don't know, you haven't got that, uh, that symmetry um, or you haven't got the necessary strength, you're never going to address it. So it, it's, it's a, it's a, it ticks quite a few boxes, this one. Um, and the same feedback is actually just, it's because it's guided and you're always being reminded on what the what the goal of the exercise is what you're meant to feel if you're not feeling that how you correct it what the main the main the main mistakes are and what you can do to adapt it so you do get what you want out of it and what you need out of the exercises that's great is there um i think we should just sort of wrap it up is there any last things that you would like people to know about this program and it's kind of you know your uh, your work really. I mean, we did we had very little to do with it, uh, uh, other than kind of come to you and say, "Hey, could we collaborate?" Uh, and you pretty much said yes. And let's uh, and I'll, I'll, we'll make it happen in the next few weeks. Um, so so anything else that, that you want to tell people? Well, really, it's it's uh, we try and keep it fun. 
that's the thing. A lot of these, not many people say to themselves, like, I really want to lock myself up indoors uh, and spend an hour of my precious time working away on something that uh, is not directly me doing my sport. I mean, time is precious, let's be honest. Uh, we, we all have lots of things we, we want to be doing. And really, we do these sports to get out on the mountain, to get out running, to get out and, and, and experience nature and do all those things. That's why we do these. However, all I can do is just reassure people that based on our last 10 years of working with this type of program, if you, if you really do get stuck into this, you invest a little bit of time uh, before you actually get out on the mountain, you, your experience will be different. You will feel stronger. You will, you, will, you will move differently and you will see better results from the time you've invested in your training. Um, and I count myself in that as well. This year is having had a, a good block of, uh, of doing the filming and prepping up and, uh, and, feeling, uh, and, and feeling some changes myself going back into it. Um, it was really fun to put the, the cross-country skis on and, uh, and get out. And I know, uh, I know Scott will, uh, will always have a laugh at my technique, but, uh, you know, uh, I felt strong and I felt comfortable, so it was good for me. And, uh, again, for me, it's just nice to be able to go back and actually, again, confirm that I have felt the results from this as well. And I see it in, I see it in my patients, clients, and, uh, you know, invest the time now, and it, I promise you, you'll feel the results from it. Yeah, and I can, I can having done the ski fits, uh, for the last few years as part of my sort of annual transitions. Uh, I'm sure this is this program, I think, is even a little more evolved from that. Uh, it's great. And I'm going to dip into this in the spring once the touring season is is uh, wrapping up because we're right now, for me, at least mid-season uh, here at the almost end of January. So, Neil, thanks so much for joining me and, and talking about this. And I really look forward to people interacting with your program and, and hearing the feedback. And uh, once again, you can always reach us out, reach out to us and talk to us via coach at uphillathlete.com, post on the forums. And uh, we're, we're always happy to get uh, feedback from, from our athletes all over the world. So thank you everyone for listening and thank you, Neil, for, for being here today. Thanks very much, Steve. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for joining us today. For more information about what we do, please go to our website, uphillathlete.com.